Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the official franchise journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to David Fitzpatrick, franchisor for WA's northern regions and Perth's north of the river. In this podcast, David spoke about what's going on in WA, his journey with the Dim's Fencing franchise, the merits and the highlights of the work-life balance on offer, and the opportunities available with Jim's fencing in the state. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu and I'm here with Ellen Rogers from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by David Fitzpatrick, who's a franchisor at Jim's Fencing in WA and his region's focusing on north of the river in WA. Thanks a lot for joining us today, David. Thank you, Raghu and Alan. How are you? Oh, very good. Thank very you. good, thank you. Look, good to have you on board. We thought we'd just quickly start off by asking about your background and your career, how you got into your position at Jim's Fencing and how you first got involved with the company. Well, yeah, I was 25 years a farmer in the wheat belt in Western Australia and we looked for a change of direction when our kids got to high school age. So the opportunity to take Jim's Fencing Calamunda came up and we've been in that for 12 years and franchisors now for the last six years. Right, fantastic. And what first got you involved with the company? I mean, what sparked your interest in Jim's Fencing? Well, Mandy will claim that it was her that saw an ad. Uh, I can't recall, but I remember doing a trial day and thinking it was just the sort of thing that would, would suit us and our transition from the country life to the city life. Uh, so it ticked a lot of boxes, and then we took up the opportunity and we're off. Yeah, sure. Look, you do a lot of – essentially, you run the business with your wife, Mandy. And how does that work? I mean, do you assign roles in the business, and, and what makes the business so ideal for the couples and family? Well, I think we work well as a team, although Mandy's put in brackets here most of the time. Generally, we quote the jobs together if possible on weekends usually or at the end of a day. Uh, and on certain jobs, we work together. And Mandy does all the back office work, writing up quotes, invoicing. Uh, and I do most of the ordering and in the in- install. Uh, and we'll, uh, we utilise other franchisees from time to time when we're difficult jobs. We're working together. But mostly it's uh, just a business that Mandy and I run together. So what type of franchise opportunities are available now um, in WA in your region? How are you meeting that? And what type of opportunities are there available for growth in the region? Well, currently we're not meeting the franchise levels because we've had a, a few unserviced leads. But over the course of time, um, we'd like to introduce at least two to three every year. And that way we can bed new, new franchisees in and make sure we can keep the work allocation allotted equally around the franchise to the existing franchisees as well as the new franchisees. Okay, and just about the customers, what type of customers are you finding you're servicing in WA? Do you find it's mostly residential, commercial or industrial? Is there a favourite amongst them? Uh, the favourites are always the ones that pay and are very pleasant clients. But um, but I'd say over the over the course of the journey, probably 70 or 80% of the work comes from residential uh, and then maybe the remaining 20 to 25, 30 comes from small commercial and industrial. Sure. We know that the Jim's Fencing Organisation and the Jim's Group places a really high priority on customer service. All right, fantastic. And in terms of 
Back to the business itself. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the type of training and support? Because you're also you're a franchisee as well as a franchisor. So you, you cover both roles. Yes, that's correct. So can you just tell us a little about the support role or mentoring role a franchisee expects from a franchisor and how you go about doing that? Well, each franchisee has different expectations. We try to meet and exceed those expectations. Some will require more than others, and we're quite happy with that. Uh, With regards to the training, it's an eight-week training period, and we're heavily involved personally. We like to make sure that we do at least 20 to 30% of the training. We've, We've got four other trainers we use regularly. Depending on the type of tasks the new franchisees need to cover and want to cover, it's more tailored to what the individual wants and needs, and we are currently updating that, obviously, with communication with the new franchisees to work out where they think they're getting the help they need and where they would like a bit more uh, and what sort of jobs they would like to see more of over the course of the eight weeks. We just want to make sure that at the end of the eight weeks, the guys are ready to go. All right, so WA is quite a large state. How are you managing to offer support and training to those that are in the more rural regions? Does it differ? Uh, Well, currently all our franchisees are in the city, but if that changes, hopefully that will change in the future. And given our strong country history, uh, Mandy and myself, we're quite understanding and, and willing to help anyone that needs the sort of help they do in their larger regional areas. Okay, so what advice do you have for anyone looking into the gym Spencing franchise? Is there anything you can give advice for in running a business for the first time? <laughs> Look, if you've got a can-do attitude, if you're enthusiastic, if you're, if you're willing to do a bit of hard physical work and you just want to change from what you're doing and you want your own autonomy, then I think in the gyms fencing is, it, is and can be a fantastic business enterprise. There's, I think there's less need to be afraid of the unknown if we can give you a bit of an insight into what the other guys, existing guys are doing. Thanks, David. Look, as a new franchisee at Jim's Fencing, what should I be expecting? What type of returns, what type of lifestyle um, should I be expecting if I come on board? Good point, Raghu. What most people that ring me inquiring about a franchise are interested in is a work-life balance. They've Usually that's got out of whack. Now, that varies dramatically up to the individual. I have the advantage of working their week around what suits them. And we find that to be a, a big plus with anyone coming in the business. That, that's really good. And, and yourself, how has your life been affected by being involved with the franchise? Well, we believe we have a much more relaxed lifestyle now than we did when we were farming. We, I, I very rarely work uh, late in the evening other than taking phone calls. Um, and I very seldom do any work much on the weekend. I'll quote a bit on Saturday morning. And considering we had a piggery for 20 years and so we were feeding them seven days a week, morning and night, um, anything looks good after that. Uh, The the fact that you can knock off early in an afternoon or or get to your sport or if if it's too hot, you can work your week around that or if it's wet, work your week around that, uh, I find it a, a fantastic boon. Now, just to take a step back, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like building fences in the state of WA? Are there any particular uh, regional 
nuances or state attributes that you think you can give us some insight on? Uh, well, most of, thankfully, most of Perth has got sand. <laughs> so given that uh, most fences require a hole to be dug, uh, we're in the best state for that. However, we do also have hardy fence, which I believe no other states have, and that requires a trench to be dug. That can be a bit problematic if there's palm trees or roots alongside it. But nevertheless, from what I've seen around the rest of Australia, uh, this state and elsewhere, it is a better place to fence climate-wise and soil-wise. As I'm from WA, I've got to ask the question, have you ever thought about working on the state barrier fence, formerly the rabbit proof fence, and do you have any suggestions? Well, I've actually got some insight into that. Our, one of our dear friends is actually heavily involved in the tender process and he was overseeing the barrier fence years ago. So we've we've got uh, good experience. In fact, I saw him on the weekend and we were discussing it. He gave me a, a post from the original rabbit-proof fence that was built 108 years ago. And I've got a remains. It must have been updated and he, and he kept it and, and he planed it f- and sanded it for me. And now I've got it sitting in, uh, in my lounge room, actually. So I have I have some experience in that. Our son uh, was involved in in uh, one of the uh, rebuilding of the of a ninety six kilometre stretch and another stretch as well. And he was also involved in maintaining part of the fence. My advice, and we've we've also know close friends who have won tenders on the fence uh, outside gyms. My advice is it's not for the faint hearted. It's a tough gig, hot and hard, hot weather, hard long days. They need to be well accustomed to working in those sort of conditions. And most of our fellas in the city are family men and they like their time off. And I don't think I don't think many of our guys would stick their hand up for those tasks. But you never know. Yeah, no, sure. It's still quite impressive being able to say that you worked on the biggest fence in the world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sure. And um, it's obvious just listen to you, you definitely enjoy uh, what you're doing there. But... What are some of the challenges you've had to overcome since joining Jim's Fencing to get it to where it is now, your business anyway? And on the other side, what are some of the key achievements you're really proud of? Well, the thing, the things we've we've found that the hardest to come to terms with is the constant increasing of the customer requirements, uh, the servicing, customer surveys, for example, which are rife through most businesses, most industries. It's not something just akin to fencing. The most rewarding part of the business. I mean, we, I look back on, fondly on, on some of the more difficult fences we've built personally and how they're still standing and how a lot of people are very impressed by the, the type of work we've done. But what gives us the most satisfaction, Mandy and I, is current franchisees that have been in the game for a while and they're very content. They might have come from past life that they'd had some success in, whether it would be sales or, or professional or or even we've got a police officer, a detective, they all seem happy with what they're doing, the choice they're doing at the moment, the content. And we're, we're very proud of the fact that we've given them an opportunity to have their own business and it's well-suited to them and they're well-suited to it. Yeah, so can, just to take a step back, can you talk about which regions do you take care of? Well, we've got north of the Swan River and east of Tonkin Highway. Uh, we've also got the basically the north of the, the state is our area as well, but we focus mainly on the city. All right, just on that note, just looking at 
what you love about the business. It sounds like you really enjoy what you're doing now. What makes you and Mandy want to get out of the bed in the morning and build a fence for Jim's fencing? Is there anything that drives your desire to do the job, that desires you to keep going? Well, on a cold morning like this morning, it's usually a debt that gets you out of bed. But aside from that, no, we, we enjoy most of the days, the tasks ahead. Uh, there's not many jobs that are that, that difficult that we don't want to do them. Okay. So you love the work-life balance. You love the ease of the work. Yes, I de- definitely do. Yes. Yep. Surprised you didn't answer that last question by saying Mandy kicks you out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she wasn't kicking me out of bed this morning. It was that cold that neither of us wanted to get up. Right. Look, fantastic. It's, for anyone listening, that there will be people who are you know, be attracted to the proposition of having a, their own gym's fencing franchise. What's the next step in terms of reaching out to you um, for someone to find out more? And, and can you just talk a bit about your process of getting the right person on board? Well, obviously... <laughs> The first contact they need to make is through gyms, usually online or via the call centre or us directly. We usually find a fair bit out in the first 20 minutes, half an hour phone call. I like to, to find out exactly what people's thought processes are, what they've been up to, what they want to do, how they think the business could be run. By listening to what they want, we can have a fair idea as to whether they're going to be right for, for the task. We then find the best ways to take them on a tour day where they meet fellow franchisees who are out on the job. Uh, I wander off and give them a chance to ask them questions personally. They don't have a vested interest in selling them a business, so they'll get probably a more honest answer, they believe. And I find that probably the the best way we can give any prospective candidates an insight into, into fencing in this state. All right, great. Look, we do encourage anyone interested to head towards the Jim's Fencing website and put down an inquiry and get the ball rolling uh, with David. And we'll also have a, a next to this podcast a, a contact us button. So please put your put name down and one of the team will be in touch with you very shortly to, to get the ball rolling. Look, apart from that, David, it's been extremely interesting talking to you today about your business, the growth of Jim's Fencing as well and your the next stage is your, your statewide expansion. We'd love to have you back on soon for an update. Thank you, Raghu. Thank you, Ellen. David. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to David Fitzpatrick, franchisor for WA's Northern Regions and Perth's north of the river. For more information on Jim Spencing or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking site, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.